Anyway, we've got Brad Davidson. Morning, Davo. How are you? Morning, guys. Let's not talk about that cricket. Oh, oh. Actually, no, Davo. I think let's. Let's talk about <laughs> it. What, what's your take? <laughs> we need somebody else to say, boys, stop sweeping. Can you please say uh, that? Uh, <laughs> it's just, I, you know, as somebody who loves my test cricket and loved yeah. my test cricket for many, many years, Clarkie, yeah. I, you know, I, I was watching that on. I was so excited, to be honest. I got up. I got up Sunday, and I was yeah. generally so excited about that day because I thought, you know, we're in the we're in the box seat here. We've got a great chance, and to see it all, you know, disappear in sixty minutes, yeah. and to see some of those shots, it was. And I, as I said on 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 Twitter, we we need answers from that because that's just not good enough as as Aussie cricket fans. You know, we do. We deserve better than that, and um, gee, it was uh, you know I know I know not not everything's lost, isn't it? You know we've still got the 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 World Test Championship to play for. We've still got the Ashes. Yeah, and there's, there's a lot of good cricket plenty. in front of us. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that's probably what makes these two Test matches. Like I know our goal is to try and level the series, but it becomes much bigger than that for this whole entire playing group, coaching yeah. captain particularly, because you've got like you say we've got this series, we've got. Test Championship, and then we've got Ashes. This is this is defining. You know, the next six months is defining for this team. You can feel them. You can feel like, particularly on social media. I know social media is not a a great sort of medium a lot of the times, but you can feel the the, the sort of general public turning against Paddy and the, and the team a bit. So that, you know they've got to they've got to win them back. And um, yeah, anyway, let's see what happens in the next couple of tests. Racing. Great ride by Zach Lloyd on Electric Girl on the weekend in uh, the Billy Fox. Yeah, nice to see him get that uh, opportunity, Jared, and, and make the most of it. He, he's just been a revelation, hasn't he, really? Um, you know, I know he had that uh, time off with a, a few little dramas off off field, but he's straight back into it and straight back to, to riding winners. And his ride on Electric Girl was, was terrific there on the on the weekend. Obviously, in those group races, they don't get their, their claim. And uh, it didn't matter. He showed he, he's right there with the with the... You know, with the best of them, and uh, gee, he's going to have an exciting future the way he's going. He's just going to keep level-headed and and keep doing the right things. And uh, it's amazing that you know, 12 months ago, we we're saying how good Dylan Gibbons is, and he is. But now we've got uh, two young riders of or even more of that caliber. And um, you know, I've never seen the the apprentice ranks in in Sydney being so strong. What'd you make of Osipenko winning the Hobartville Stakes? Yeah, really bounced back there, Loz, didn't he? Um, Everything went wrong first up, and he just got the, the perfect run there on the weekend while the, the favourite half cabin was sort of off the track working hard. So I thought he was a bit of a forgive half cabin, but uh, Ozapenko was the one to make him pay. And look, he was super. He's right on track for the round with Guineas now. I know the team have been very bullish about him for some time, and uh, he was just a complete forgive first up. So couldn't have bounced back there on the weekend. All systems go in a few weeks' time. Can Cylinder win the Golden Slipper after winning the Silver Slipper? Yeah, look, I wouldn't think so. Um, I know the team think this horse is just loaded with talent, but uh, just whether that's the right form, I'm not convinced. But, look, he was good there on the weekend, wasn't he? And, uh, you know, we know the story about him. Broke broke his jaw and it's still so well last preparation. And then um, to see him return there, he got a good ride and was too strong late. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's going to be a bit of a step up. But it is a pretty open year. There's no absolute dominance at at this stage by anyone. So looking forward to seeing what happens in the Blue Diamond and then en route to the Slipper. What happened to Nature Strip on the weekend, Dave? Oh, I, I didn't see the, the race at all down there in Melbourne, the Black Caviar, but oh, the Lightning, sorry. Um, but, yeah, what, what happened with him and, and Cool and Gatter? 
Yeah, well, One. It just it was a bit similar to the the VRC Classic back in the in the Spring Laws. He travelled up, and then when J Mac asked him to go there at about the five hundred, there was just nothing there. And that's the that's the real concern for him is is he, he travels still so well, but he's just got nothing at the end of his races. So look, that's two pretty poor runs by his standards um, in a row now. So we'll have to sort of reassess and and see where he's at. But uh, look, Coolangatta got the job done really. Nice performance, but there's no doubt the eye catcher in the races. I wish I win. He was simply superb over a thousand meters. Um, he looks to be low flying and in for a terrific autumn campaign. Zach Purton, who's given well the new steward over there in Hong Kong, Mark Van Gestel, a serve in the South China Morning Post <laughs> overnight, but uh, he is returning to Australia and he's going to ride Arturis in the Canterbury Stakes in a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, what Saturday week there at uh, at Randwick, he'll, he'll be there. So I think he's also going to ride King's Gambit and um, a few others potentially on the same day. So look, we know he's an absolute world class rider. We see what he does in Hong Kong all the time, and it'd be great to have Zach back. Um, terrific rider, terrific bloke too. So uh, looking forward to seeing how he handles it in uh, in Sydney and uh, whether he'll hang around a bit longer. I know he's got a bit of a suspension, I think, to serve there. So he, he's going to spend a little bit of time in Australia and. Maybe longer term later on, he, he you know sort of floating that he, he might be back here sort of permanently. So we'll wait and see how that uh, pans out. Who are we following going forward, mate? Look, I think I wish I wins the obvious in Melbourne, um, but I thought Expat was really good in in Sydney, considering she's much better on wet ground. Um, I think she had a pretty disappointing prep last time in, but looks to clearly be going well this prep. So they're the two for me. Uh, who is going in the sin bin? Look, I think it's got to be King's Gambit, guys. That's two runs now where he's just had. Uh, he just hasn't quite got the job done, and I think it's fair to say he might have been a little bit overplayed, and, and now he's got a bit of work to do to, to win a Golden Slipper. So, look, you know, you can't doubt the Snowdens, but, uh, he, yeah, he's, he's just back with the pack now, so we'll put him in the sin bin. Thank you, Dave. Have a good day. Chat tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Cheers.